The Productive Woman, Episode 300. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. This week on this episode 300, we're going to be talking about meaningful productivity and what it means to make a life that matters. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 300. Before we get into the topic for this week, I wanted to mention something. I've had some inquiries recently about the Productive Woman Masterminds, and I haven't offered any for about a year, just for a number of reasons, uh, a lot of things going on and so on. But I'm thinking, though, that with the year we've had so far, it might be a value to have a small group of women to offer accountability, encouragement, and support this fall as we're all evaluating how we want to move forward. And so I'm putting together a group now. I likely will only offer one group, probably starting in late August or early September. And if this sounds like something you're interested in, I'd love to include you. Uh, The way it works is we meet via Zoom, a video conferencing uh, platform, once a week for 12 weeks. And the Mastermind Group registration fee includes three 30-minute one-on-one productivity coaching sessions with me for each member of the group. So if you're interested, you can visit theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind for more information and to find the link for the short online application. I would suggest if this sounds like something you might be interested in, don't wait to apply. Applying does not obligate you to do it, but it gets you on the list to be considered to be part of this group. I only do very small groups, usually no more than five women in a group plus me, of course, uh, and they usually fill up pretty quickly. So um, check out the that page. That's theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind, where you'll find more information, uh, the link for the application, and a link to email me if you have questions. So I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, so let's get into this week's topic. This is episode number 300. And I have to confess, I am kind of amazed to have reached this milestone. I started this, it'll be six years ago next week. And, you know, I could not have imagined at that time that I would make it to 300 episodes. I wasn't sure uh, that I had enough to offer for 300 weeks worth of episodes. And I have been overwhelmed and humbled by the response to this podcast over the last 300 episodes. I am so grateful for you who listen to me, for you who email me and share your stories with me, and especially for those who are part of the Productive Woman Community Facebook page. I really feel honored 
to be part of this community of women around the world who are interested in um, being more productive in all the best senses of the word, uh, in, in making a life that matters, and in supporting and encouraging one another in that endeavor. So this is, of course, a podcast about productivity for busy women. When I started all those episodes ago, I really thought I'd be talking more about to-do lists and calendars and time management and organization and all those sorts of things and ways to get things done. And we certainly do talk about those things, don't we? But as my understanding of what it means to be truly productive changed and grew over the years, that conversation that we have in this community has expanded beyond that. It is for most of us not enough to be productive in the sense of just getting lots of stuff done. We want to make lives that matter. We want our productivity to be meaningful. And I thought it made sense to pause for a minute at this milestone and reflect on just what that means to me and to you. And I got a little bit of feedback from a few members of the community on that topic that I will share with you kind of toward the end. And I hope that I'll hear from more of you and we can continue this conversation. So what does it mean to make a life that matters? or maybe to narrow it a little bit, what does meaningful productivity mean? It has, I think, layers, like a lot of things do. It is the difference between being busy and being productive, but it's more than that. Producing good results, worthwhile results, is part of it, but making a life that matters, meaningful productivity, I think is producing results that are in line with your personal values and reflective of the person you want to be in the world. So it's more than efficiency, you know, using the best tools and best practices and developing the right habits. Meaningful productivity is about the outcome. And as I was thinking about this and, you know, doing some reading and some research to sort of prepare for this episode, I googled the term meaningful productivity, because this is just a phrase that's kind of come to my mind in the last six months or so. And you've probably heard me use it um, occasionally on the show. Well, of course, I didn't invent that phrase, but I didn't really know. I hadn't looked at how other people had used it, how they had defined it, uh, and what it meant to them. And one of the things, and I will have links in the show notes to some articles that I read that I thought were really thought-provoking on this issue of meaningful productivity and a, a life that truly matters. But one of the articles I read is by a guy named Sean Blanc, and I've heard of him before. I've read some of his materials, but I didn't really know how much he has written about this concept of meaningful productivity. And I'll link to a couple of his uh, articles. And he even has a, a course, an online course on meaningful productivity kinds of things, uh, if, in case you're interested in that. But one of the things he said that I thought was so good, and really kind of um, crystallizes the thinking around this is, is this, he says, productivity hacks, daily routines, 
automation tools and the like are all great, but they are a means for optimizing how you're already spending your time. They're just faster horses. And what good is a faster horse if you're on the wrong road headed to the wrong place? We need clarity about who we are, what our values are, our vision for life, what's important, and what we can do every day to stay steady in our aim of doing our best creative work. And he kind of operates in that space of of helping creatives do their work in, in a meaningfully productive way. But I think it applies to all of us. I just love that. So maybe it's because I like horses, but that that analogy, that picture he he kind of drew there really hit home with me. You know, all these tools and these hacks and routines and all these things, they're they're good. There's nothing wrong with them. They're important. But as he puts it, they're just faster horses. And what good is a faster horse if you're on the wrong road headed to the wrong place? And that need for clarity in who we are, what we want, what's important to us is so critical to making a life that matters, to being productive in a very meaningful way. No matter how much stuff we get done, we're not truly productive in any meaningful way if what we're doing doesn't line up with our values. So, you know, we can be busy getting lots of stuff done, producing lots of results, even really good and valuable results, but for it to be truly meaningful, those things we're doing and the results we're producing need to be consistent with what we value, who we want to be in the world. The key to making a life that matters, a meaningfully productive life, is knowing where we want to go and taking consistent actions targeted to getting us there. And that's kind of what it comes down to for me. And that's the backdrop, I guess, to a lot of questions I've been asking myself about what I'm doing with my time at this stage in my life. So how do we make a life that matters? How do we ensure that uh, we are being not just productive, but meaningfully productive, uh, producing those, those results that make a big difference in the world around us because they are consistent with what we value. Like everything else, I think it starts with awareness. Uh, we have to know what we want. And, and the questions that I often encourage you to ask yourself, the questions that I try to ask myself, um, kind of get to the heart of this. What kind of life do I want to live? What kind of person do I want to be in the world? Being aware of that, being conscious about who we want to be, what we want our life to look like. And it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. That's where, I think that's where it gets so hard is we, uh, we tend to look outside ourselves and look around us at, at what other people are doing and how they're ordering their lives uh, as a guide for what we should be doing. And I think we have to start by going deep inside and, and asking those, those tough questions uh, and, and then giving ourselves true answers. So awareness is key, uh, awareness of what we really want, what matters to us, but also being very aware and conscious of whether the things we are doing, the way we are spending our time and our energy and our attention 
are consistent with those values, with that, that life we want, that kind of person we want to be. And once we become aware of that and very conscious of it, then the other key is intentionality, choosing on purpose how we spend our time, our energy, and our attention uh, to, to make the best use of all of those resources to accomplish those things that are consistent with the, the values that we hold most dear. The choices we make, uh, it, we can sort of, you know, just coast through life and react to the circumstances around us and deal with, you know, emergencies as they come up or whatever comes at us and be reactive, or we can be intentional and make choices on purpose. Whether we spend our time on what matters most to us or whether we let our time, energy, and attention be hijacked by other people's priorities, other people's values. The first step I think here is to acknowledge that the choice is ours. We do get to choose. And, and I know it's easy to forget that. It doesn't always feel like we have a choice. Um, but the choices we make in life have brought us, every, every choice we've made up to this point has brought us to the place we are now. And if we don't like where we are now, we can choose differently. There are consequences to every choice. We've talked about this before. I'm not trying to say that it's easy to change our choices, uh, to do something different, um, to go against the, the tide of, of the people around us or whatever. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is that simple. We can choose how we spend our time, our energy, and our attention. And what we do with those resources defines you know, what our life is like and how productive we are and the, the meaning we bring to it. Uh, so intentionality in the choices that we make, recognizing the difference between urgency and importance and being willing to set aside, even ignore the urgent in favor of the important. Maybe that's something we need to talk about in future episodes. You know, just because something is urgent is, you know, making a loud noise at us, making loud demands doesn't mean it's important, but we, it's so easy, isn't it? To sort of, um, just react to those urgent demands and let what's really important kind of sit on the sidelines and never get our attention. And so it's important that we, we start to think about that and be, you know, going back to awareness, be aware of when we are choosing to um, react to the urgent instead of dealing with what's most important. Part of um, doing all of this, part of making a life that matters and being meaningfully productive for us as women, a lot of times it, it, goes to sorting through the voices in our head. I, I don't know about you, but I've had enough conversations with women to, to feel like I'm not alone in how often I can get distracted and delayed and um, discouraged by the voices in my head, the things that I'm hearing, you know, whether it's 
a voice of something that someone else said to me or about me, or just the thoughts that I have. And there are lots of those, and we need to start to become aware of those and evaluate how true they are. One of those voices is the voice that when we are considering something important, really of value that's very meaningful to us, that keeps getting set aside, that we're not taking action toward that goal or that objective or that, you know, whatever that project is, we tell ourselves or that voice in our head says, I don't have time to do that. You know, that's kind of a big one. I I want to do this thing. I want to write this book. I want to get more fit. I want to, uh, you know, take on a volunteer uh, project for a cause that I believe in, whatever it might be, but I don't have time. This is what we tell ourselves. But honestly, if we're if we're truthful with ourselves, it's seldom true that we don't have time. I really do believe this, and I'm saying this to myself as much as I am to you. There is always time for what really matters. Maybe not as much time as we'd like to have, but there is always time. We can evaluate how we are spending our time, and almost always we can find some little chunk of time, maybe it's 10 minutes a day, maybe that's all we've got that we could devote to whatever that cherished goal is that keeps getting delayed. And if we can only find 10 minutes a day, or maybe one hour on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning, or whenever it is, as you look at your calendar, and you honestly evaluate, what am I doing with the time I have? I have the same amount of hours every week as anybody else has. Am I using them in a way that's consistent with what I value? And if I'm not, what can I set aside? What can I, you know, for me, I'll admit this, uh, it's been a, it's been uh, easy for me during this, this strange spring that we've been having uh, with the virus and then all the things that came after it um, to just sort of devolve to, to watching YouTube videos or, you know, Netflix shows. Um, it's like an escape from hard things in the world. So if I say I don't have time to write my book or I don't have time to work out, if that's a value, you know, something I want to do, the truth is I do have time. I'm just choosing to spend it on something else. And that's okay. I have the right to do that. It is my choice. But when I am telling myself I don't have time to do, you know, whatever this thing is, I have to be honest and and look at my calendar and look at what I've done with my time and say, no, I could find, you know, I could take one hour a week that I've been spending watching TV or, you know, whatever the thing is maybe for you, and I could spend it on this project that's important to me. And again, even if we can only find 10 minutes a day, that's not as much as we'd like to have, but we can make progress on any project 10 minutes at a time. Another voice we might hear is, is just the, the, I can't, I, I don't have the capability to do this thing that I am dreaming about. Well, this is a mindset and it's certainly one I struggle with. Often it's a symptom I think of, of imposter syndrome, which we have talked about uh, more than once in the past. Check out episode 63 
and episode 293 for more about imposter syndrome and how it interferes with us accomplishing those things that matter most to us. We can learn to counter this voice that's saying, I can't, by asking instead, okay, maybe right this second, I can't because I don't have the skill. I don't have the, you know, whatever it is to, to do this thing. So what do I need to do? What do I need to learn in order to be able to do this? And where can I go to get the help I need to, to make it possible for me to accomplish this thing I want to do? Kind of related to the, I can't, that is, I don't have the capability is another voice that tells us, well, I don't know how. And we just stop and we don't go farther than that. That's another mindset issue that can be countered with, okay, but I can learn how, where do I need to go to learn how to do whatever this thing is that I want to do? For a lot of us, the voice, when we think about uh, meaningful productivity and making a life that matters, uh, the voice that slows us down or stops us is, well, I'm not, I'm not sure what matters. How, how do I know what matters as if, you know, and, and all, a lot of us struggle with that. Well, I don't, I don't know. I haven't thought about it or I've thought about it, but I'm just not sure. Lots of things matter. And, you know, if everything's high priority, then nothing is kind of thing. The truth is when, when we say to ourselves, I'm not sure what matters. Um, so I don't know which direction to go. I think usually we really do know what matters, but we ha- we're having a hard time saying it out loud, admitting it to others, or maybe even admitting to ourselves what, what really matters to me is X. And so that just takes some time and a little bit of courage to be able to say out loud, here's what matters most to me. Here's what I'm willing to do about it. Part of, of, you know, making a meaningfully productive life, a life that matters to us, is being willing to tell ourselves the truth uh, about what really matters to me, to you. Uh, And so that's just an ongoing journey uh, that involves being honest with ourselves, asking ourselves those questions. What kind of life do I want to live? What kind of person do I want to be? And what would that, what kinds of things would that kind of person do? How do I want to show up in the world? Uh, And how uh, would knowing the answers to those questions change how I'm spending my time and my energy and my attention? I encourage you to do what I am encouraging myself to do again, and that is to to carve out time to really think deeply about those questions and to give yourself permission to answer them honestly, no matter what you think other people might think of your answers. I don't think there are right or wrong answers, you know, if, as long as you're not hurting somebody, there's not a right answer to what kind of person do I want to be in the world? There's not a right or wrong answer. There's not a, you know, universal global answer to that question. And so give yourself permission to believe what you believe and to feel what you feel and to answer those questions honestly Uh, And maybe spend some time journaling about it, writing those answers to yourself 
and thinking about whether you like the answers you've given. And when you have thought about what really matters to yourself, you know, when we answer that question and what is that, that project, that goal, that, that thing we've thought about that is important, but it hasn't been urgent enough, or it's been too scary or too big or too overwhelming or, you know, whatever label you want to put on it. And so you haven't been making progress. Then we have to tell ourselves the truth about why we're not doing that important thing. Why is it we're not taking that action? Why are we procrastinating? Um, We've talked about procrastination many times in past episodes. Um, and it usually has a couple of causes. One article says uh, it's either that we dread the task or we don't know how to do it. But I think we need to break it down a little more. Why do we dread this task? We might dread it because we don't feel like we know how to do it. And, you know, going back up to th- what we we're talking about a minute ago. Maybe we just need to give ourselves permission to go learn how to do it, to figure out where do I need to go? Who knows how to do this thing that I want to do that I've been putting off and be brave enough to go and talk to them about it. Look for those resources. Or maybe we're dreading a particular task because it's hard or it's dirty or it's monotonous or we doubt our ability to successfully complete it. There are lots of reasons why we procrastinate. We've talked about it before. I encourage you to check out some of the past episodes where that's come up. Uh, One of them was in episode 170, where we talked about taking care of future you. And, And that really raises a question to ask yourself often. And this kind of goes into this bigger context of, what does it mean to you to, to be meaningfully productive? What does it mean to you to make a life that matters? And one question to ask yourself if you are, you know, struggling to make progress on the actions, the goals, the projects, whatever that would contribute in, to you feeling that your life really matters and, and you're being meaningfully productive ask yourself often, what would future me thank present me for doing right now in this minute? Whatever, and it, it's, I think it's great. This goes back to the idea of being aware and conscious and present and in the moment to, to whatever you're doing, stop periodically through the day and ask yourself, whatever it is I'm doing right now, would future me be glad that I spent this hour doing this? Is this contributing to me making a life that matters as I define it? Uh, I think that's a great question for each of us to to kind of stop us, slow us down a little bit, help us to be more present and more conscious and aware of how we're spending our time, our energy, and our attention. And those things are so important to um, creating a life that is meaningfully productive. So those are some thoughts that I had. I wanted to share a couple of things. I'd kind of reached out in the Productive Woman community in the Facebook group and asked if anybody wanted to share what it means to them to make a life that matters. And a couple of people reached out with some really great, insightful thoughts that I wanted to share with you. One of them is Bolette, 
And she said, apart from the obvious love and being loved by my family, it is important for me to keep learning, be it about myself and my reactions, about the wonders of nature and the universe and new stuff in my field as a designer. So Bullet's a, a designer. And I love this, that for her to make a life that matters, to be meaningfully productive, it's important you know, for her to keep learning. And it's similar to something that I read uh, while I was preparing for this episode, where there's an article called The Key to Meaningful Productivity, Being Receptive. And that writer said, we are more than just the sum of what we've accomplished. We're also the sum of what we've learned, heard, read, watched, reflected on, believed in, and listened to. I love that so much. It contributes to who we are as a person. Now, we don't want to use continual learning, you know, and I'm using air quotes there, as a means of procrastinating. And uh, I would encourage you to check out episode 236, if you haven't listened to it already, for thoughts on finding a balance between consumption you know, of content and creation or, you know, taking action. We don't want to, we, it, it, it can totally be a procrastination tool to always be taking one more class or reading one more book or watching one more webinar, but we do enhance our lives, our abilities, and our productivity when we seek to learn new things while we are taking action. So, you know, you can do both at the same time, whether it's seeking to understand ourselves or other people or learning a new skill or simply expanding our thinking, continuing to learn and grow is so important. And I think it's very important to seek out perspectives and information from a variety of sources, including maybe those, those that we disagree with or those that just challenge our viewpoint because we can learn something new or we can crystallize our own thinking. But either way, continuing to learn is an important part, I think, of making a life that matters. And I appreciate Bolette sharing that. Chris had this to say uh, to this question of what it means to make a life that matters, what it means to her. She said, when I first found you and heard you talking about a life that matters, a light bulb went off in my head. I was trying so hard to keep fitting in more without thinking about why. And she goes on to say, while I'm still working out what it means to me, I now know that what is important to me are connections with family and friends, health, work and education, and a comfortable home environment. Okay, so those are things that are important to Chris. And knowing that, being conscious and aware of that allows her to intentionally think about the ways she's using her time, energy, and attention to support those things that she values. And I love um, that sort of the light bulb she mentioned, realizing that you're trying to get more and more done without thinking about why. It's such a great question to ask ourselves when we take on a project and we're, or, you know, so many times a day, why, why am I pursuing this goal? What does it mean to me to pursue, to achieve this goal? Or why am I doing this task right now? 
You know, asking ourselves that again, it helps us to be more present, more mindful, and to make considered, well thought out choices about what we're doing. And finally, Betsy's answer to the question of what it means to her to make a life that matters. I I love this so much. She says, it's making a life that I'm proud of and that my family can be proud of because I have made a positive difference in their lives and in the lives of others. I love that so much. I've often said that for me, productivity you know, what matters, whatever, a life that matters almost always matters in relation to other people. For many of us, that is true. And uh, for us in this community, when I talk about being productive, what a productive woman means, that's a woman who orders her life in such a way as to maximize her positive impact on the world around her. And that's what it comes down to. All these tools that we talk about, all these, you know, lessons we learn and the, the, the resources that we draw upon, it's all about that. That's what it means to be productive. When we are able to order our lives in such a way as to maximize our positive impact on the world around us, we can certainly make a positive difference in the lives of our families, as Betsy talks about, but it can go far beyond that. And I think in this 21st century world we're living in, when there is so much noise and so much um, anger and so much pain, women who are willing to think about these things and order their lives in such a way to give them the time, the energy, and the attention to invest in maximizing their positive impact. I think we can change the world. I really do. Um, And it starts with being very conscious and aware of what we're doing, knowing why we're doing it, and then intentionally taking action to move in the direction we've decided we want to go. So those are some thoughts that I had and some in the community have had. And thank you, Bolette and Chris and Betsy for sharing that. I would love to hear from you. What does it mean to you to make a life that matters? What does it mean to you to be productive in a meaningful way? And what steps are you taking to achieve a life that matters as you define it? I would love to hear from you. There are lots of ways you can um, give me that input and share that with me if you want to. You can certainly share your answer to those questions in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 300. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. If you are a member of the Productive Woman community Facebook group, that's a great place to have that conversation to, to share what it means to you to make a life that matters and what actions, what steps you're taking to move in that direction, to create that kind of life and to be that kind of person. What I love about the Facebook group is that it is private. It is just those of us in this community. Uh, Nobody can see what we're talking about there and we can share our thoughts, ask for encouragement and help. And I, that's a great place to do it. If you're not, if you're a woman who listens to this podcast and you're not yet a member of that group, I'd love to have you there. Just um, look for us in 
Facebook. You can find the group. Uh, you just can't see, you know, what's, what's being posted there unless you're a member. Uh, you can also go to the productivewoman.com slash group. I think it is look for the button to ask to join. There are a couple of quick questions I ask you to answer so that I know you're a real person and actually a woman who listens to the show. And, um, just a couple of very simple rules that we ask you to agree to. And then I'd love to welcome you into that group so we can continue the conversation there. Uh, if you prefer to share your thoughts on this with me privately, you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and I would uh, love to hear from you. Uh, I think that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Remember, if you're interested in being part of a Productive Woman mastermind group for this fall to sort of... Uh, get started on moving, <laughs> continue these kinds of conversations with a small group of women who will help support you, brainstorm solutions, give you encouragement and hold you accountable. Uh, be sure to check out the, the page on the website. I think it's at theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. And you'll see a little more information and the link for the, uh, the, um, application and do that soon because we'll be putting that group together in the next few weeks. Uh, I, anyway, I do thank you for spending this time with me. Thank you for being part of this community. Uh, thank you for allowing me, uh, supporting me as I have d sat in front of this microphone 300 times to share thoughts with you. Uh, it, you have made it worth every second of time that it takes to do this. And I am very, very grateful. I hope you continue to feel like it's something worthwhile. I look forward to hearing from you and to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. <laughs>